Welcome back, guys, to episode 17 now of Outer Rim Broadcast. We have a very sad uh, piece of news that hit. Um, Shauna Terpsik, costume designer for Ahsoka and The Mandalorian, died. Rest in peace. R.I.P. It's always sad to hear. It was great work. We lost her and Ray Stevenson. Ray Stevenson. Mm. That one hurts. Ah, that sucks. That sucks. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna be talking about um episode seven and eight of Ahsoka. We both figured very good episodes. We figured we would just do both episodes at once because it really is just a two part finale, and they kind of yeah go hand in hand. So exactly. Um, yeah, episode seven was it like it. Not not like too much happened, but it was it was pretty good. Um, especially seeing more Ezra, obviously. Yeah. But one of the key takeaways from that um episode was Ezra fighting without any weapons. That was dope. Just straight up using the force. Yeah, that was that was pretty sick. I my favorite part was when he like is using the force against Shin's lightsaber, and you can see <laughs> the distortion come off of the lightsaber. Like, oh. Dude, and that episode alone, like, just showed how good of an actor um, es- es- Esman Esfandi is. Yes. Esman Esfandi. Dude, oh, my God. Like, the part where they get surrounded, and he's like, he's like, wait, 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 wait. We can talk about this, right? <laughs> Total Ezra it's thing to do, too. Dude, Ezra's literally done that so many times. It's so funny. And then Sabine's just already there, ready to fight. And he's like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. And then we had a certain somebody say that uh, he wasn't in character, which was uh, incredible to hear. Um, like I, I, I don't know. I I just I just thinking. I just stopped paying attention to that because I'm like, whatever. <laughs> but then but then later after when he was talking about the episode, he, he was saying that S Man Fondi did a really good job. So I'm like, dude, pick a side. He saw the comments rolling in. Yeah. But no, overall, um, episode seven, obviously, um, in the moment was a great episode. Episode eight comes out. Then we out. get to see Ahsoka um, and and Ezra finally reunite, which was yep. nice. That little that the little hug, yep. the little laughter. It almost it almost felt like uh behind the scenes like yeah. shot. Like the they're not actors. really even acting. Yeah. Um. But then, in that episode as well, we have. Balin telling Shin to go, you know, on her own path away from him because his his destiny's bringing him into a different direction was pretty interesting, and you could see like that fear in Shin when all the soldiers were leaving and it was just her and um, Ahsoka, Sabine, and Ezra, and then she like looked like she actually thought about Ahsoka's proposal for a second when Ahsoka was like, you know, just you know, come with us. Yeah, kind of thing. she definitely did think about it. She definitely sat there for a second and was like, first of all, I'm in another galaxy. I have no idea where I am. I have no ship. I have no nothing. She I'm stuck ba- here. She has Balin, you know? Yeah, so I might as well be with somebody else. And she said, nah. So I don't know, you know, again, coming to episode eight, there was a scene where she is on the howler and like ignites her lightsaber over her head. I don't know if that's like a sign of endearment, like... Hey, just let, just let you know we're cool. I'm not gonna join you yet, but we're cool. I don't know if that that's how I took it. To me, to me, it was almost like I'm the boss now, kind of a thing. You think so? 
Yeah, because they don't, they kind of, not that they're scared of lightsabers, but it's kind of like a, like a, oh, look at that kind of a thing. Yeah, like a, so I, yeah, I, yeah, she's definitely gonna, if, if she wasn't running it from that scene, she will eventually be running them for sure. Um, Mm. we'll have to see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so episode seven ends, um, it ends with the um, Hu Yang picking them up. Yep, repairing um, re- repairing the the ship. Also, we just skipped over this, but um, we had Balin and Ahsoka, part two fight. Um, oh yeah, which was a, went a lot was a lot different because Ahsoka was like actually her like being herself. Yep, you know since you know after the whole Anakin stuff, and so that was nice to see. He obviously they're like. You can tell a little bit that Ahsoka is obviously more powerful, but because of how strong he is, is why it's kind of like an even playing yeah. field. He's just sheer But also, power. Ahsoka stopped fighting anyways to go with, to go to Sabine and Ezra, but, and then he obviously didn't want to continue fighting because he's got his mission yeah, again, he He's doesn't on. care about any of this stuff. He, he used really this. Yeah. He used this as a trip to get closer to what was calling to him across the galaxy. Or You're in my way, the, so move aside, please, is what he's basically saying. Or you know, we're gonna we're gonna square up. You know. Yeah, he's like, I'll help you because you can get me to where I want to go, and you know, then I'll never see you again. So I don't really. He care. even said like, it, he was like. Well, I forget what the words he said, but he was basically like sad that he had to kill an, a Jedi. You remember that? Yeah. In, like episode two, it's it's that that he's been following uh, that. He like, said he said it, like, that would be a shame. I think yeah. is what he said. Or say it would be a shame. He doesn't or something like, like needless like that. violence. No, and again, he's not a Sith either. He's 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 in between. You know, he understands the Force and. Both the light and the dark, but he doesn't choose to let one or the other completely engulf him. Granted, he bends the force to his will, which is what the dark side is. I kind of like the term. I kind of like the term "dark Jedi." I saw some people throwing that term around. Yeah, I don't. I don't really like talking about like middle grounds between light and dark because, like George Lucas has like said, there there really is no no, middle. It's one or the other. He's and not like he's dark, not yeah he's not dead center in the middle like oh you're a gray Jedi which is again not real but he's he's can, he is he is knowledgeable in both the light and the dark he chooses to sit more in tune with the dark side but again he doesn't follow the old rituals but he of keeps the Sith those ideals even though he talks about how much they were not bad but like wrong. I mean, it, like led, how, it led to both of their demise. Right. The Jedi and the Sith. So, but then he says that, but then his Padawan Shin, or his apprentice Shin, has a Padawan braid in her hair. So it's like, really, buddy? Yeah. yeah I think you like the ideals a little bit, buddy. Uh, you know. So, um, I, 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 I don't know. I guess one th- one way I look at him is you can see him as like how Ahsoka was after she left the Order. Where she's still a force user and stuff, but, but she doesn't. Her, she's not a part of a thing. Yeah, but, but 
for her, she would be. I mean, obviously, she'd be on the other side of the spectrum. So but it, she's if more there was, towards, yeah, yeah. If, if Balin, yeah, that's a good way to put Here, it. Because I have Ahsoka, a better example. I have a better example. Yeah, Asajj Ventress after she wasn't with the Sith anymore. Yes, I think even she would. That's close. She was even farther past Balin. Uh, well, more uh, towards, towards the, the end of Clone Wars, she was definitely more the light-ish. Yeah, I still think she, she was stopped. not quite as yeah. to the light as Balin was. Granted, I think in... I don't know if this is Legends or canon now, but eventually she gets turned back to the light by Quinlan Voss and they get married and yeah. whatever. But And then he ends up being bad and stuff. Okay, yeah. Apparently. I don't, yeah. um, I don't know. But no, towards the end of the Clone Wars where she's just working and being an assassin. I mean, yeah, we, when she, we helps, see she her, really helps Ahsoka too. She helps Ahsoka, but then and there was Anakin. that there was and that Anakin. arc where she was a bounty hunter on that weird train thing, and she figured out it was like a slave or whatever it was going to given be given to the king of whatever planet they were on. Yeah, and she, and she like, helped them, right? Yeah, she yeah. just was like, "Yeah, this is messed up." Because she realized she was just being used. Yeah, you know. No, that and that's then, that's a good way to put it. And Ahsoka realized she's realized she was being used. Yeah. by the Jedi. So. Yeah. Both systems were broken, so. Yeah, we kind of no. went deep. <laughs> yeah. We did go deep. That's what that, that that's our job. That's though. that Clone Wars lore for that's you. That's over here, though. Speaking of Clone Wars lore, while we're here, um, <laughs> at the very end of Episode Eight, we get a little snippet of what has been calling to Balin. Hey, now, right, well, let, let's get there. Let's get there. Let's get there. Let's get. But there. that was a perfect segue. <laughs> no, uh, I've been waiting for right, a week right, to talk right, about right, this. Right, right, right. I, I know you want to talk about it so bad. All right, all right, all right. Continue, okay. continue. My bad. So, we see at the very end of Episode Eight what 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 we believe um, has been calling I to Balin. It's it's yeah. so obvious that it can't not be. But um, at the very end of Episode Eight, we find. Balin on the outstretched arm of the father, like a giant statue yep. carved in the side of the mountain of the father. To his left, um, to screen right, was a statue of the son, and to the left yep. was a spot where the daughter would have been if uh, it right. wasn't destroyed. Um, mm-hmm. And something interesting that I've, like, kind of... Well, was I've, it destroyed? Or is it like... Or was it, was it ever there? Is that what you're getting at? I th- I think I think there was a body like a like a body of yeah no statue. there definitely was a body there was no head so but um, it didn't look like it was like destroyed it just looked like it was just weathered. like flat yeah or, or yeah I don't know so I've done like some research on all the the Mortis gods and things oh shoot um, how they're connected to Dathomir how they're you know how they how how far back in time they go. Some other things I'm gonna get into, but so the Dathomirian, or I guess better way to put this is the Night Sisters or the witches. They originally um, praised the son and the daughter in their animal forms. Um, yep. I think the there was there was the fanged god, which was the sun, and the winged god, is, which I guess was the daughter. There was light in the dark. Yep. Um. It's unclear whether they knew about the father. Granted, the statue being there and the homeworld of the Nine Sisters or the ancient the world of, of the, the Nine yeah. Sisters. The fact that the the father is there, to me, says that they did know about that. Yeah, for um, sure. 
so I thought that was a little like cool little connection. Um, Mother Talzin speaks about that in the Book of the Sith. Um, also, I am straight cap, and I just looked up a picture, and the daughter's head was definitely it was definitely destroyed. <laughs> yeah, it, it it was messed up. <laughs> it was there. It was there at one point. That for sure. Yeah. How we how we how that happened? We have no idea. But you know, whatever. It's not there anymore. Also, I would like to point out the son's like statue does look a lot like Sam Witwer. Both, yeah, I mean, both For statues sure. look very, very close to how they did in the Clone Wars show. Yeah, like, I could see them using Sam Witwer to have the son in live action. And maybe sure. that maybe that was his extra credit. Maybe that was, he was just like the stand-in model well, for that. Well, remember, remember in the first episode when Ahsoka gets the, the map for the first time, how we hear Sam's voice... Now I am very sure that it was the sun yeah, and not Maul. What did what did he 100% say? Hundred percent the sun. What was the line? Do we do we remember? I, I don't. I'll have to go back and watch my own podcast to remember. But yeah, because we talked about it. Yeah, but I remember we were like it, it was either Maul or the sun, and we both said it was probably the sun. Now we know it was hundred percent. Because sun. at this point, you know, the, the the Sith do not live eternally. Palpatine, whatever, had his soul transfer thing. Um, but like yeah, Maul, once they are stuff. dead, they are they're gone. They're not. There's no voices. There's no Jedi ghosts. There's no nothing like that. Um, however. You know, the sun being the celestial being, you know, could have a possibility. Granted, he did lose all his power and he is dead. But like, you know, he is a force celestial. So like who says if they're really dead or not. But anyways, back right. to what I was saying before. Uh, actually, quick side note. I really think it's cool how like Ray Stevens' last scene, as far as we know, in Star Wars is him on the hand of a god. Yeah, that dude, that was such a fire scene. In, like, that was like a Game that, of Thrones shot. It literally was. I mean, the fur on his coat and everything, or on his cape and everything. But anyways, he comes up, he walks up on the outstretched arm of the father. He looks on into the distance, and in the mountain ranges, we see one particularly tall mountain with a bright light, light on it. Now, yep. the light is very tall and skinny and bright. Now, this is the same sort of light that Anakin saw on Mortis, um, yep. That was to the monastery of Mortis. And it was the father calling to Anakin. And it was the father calling to Anakin. But so, I would like to point out some differences here. This could be yes. lighting. However, in Clone Wars, the light is like a purple, mm. a bluish purple. And in Ahsoka from this picture, it looks like a, a, a like a reddish white. I was going to say, there was a, like an say, orangey tint to it. Right. Like a gold almost. Almost okay. I, I, never mind. I, I was I was reaching. I was about to say almost like his lightsaber. I was nah, trying to make nah, some nah, crazy nah, connection, nah, but nah, no, nah, not nah. even close. <laughs> not even close. So yeah, um, it, it could be like a sign of like a darkness, or it could straight up just be the atmosphere and the light and whatever. But it being Star Wars and it being Dave Filoni, it probably is a sign for something. The light is definitely probably meaning some yeah. But I would like to say that, so we do know that the father is quote-unquote dead, the daughter is quote-unquote supposed to be dead, um, and then the son is quote-unquote supposed to be dead. Um, so, I do think this is going to be Dave's version of Abeloth. I was going to get into that. Now, 
Something I else I want to mention is you know how on the um like the temple where the Night Sisters and like Thrawn are stationed and stuff. Yes. You know how there was the writings that was Zepho writing, and it was talking about Kujet, like praise Kujet. Yeah, and all that. the the dark Zepho. Kujet was one of the first beings to ever fall to the dark side, and now the Zepho is very important because um the Mortis gods were once Zepho. Mm. Like, and like in bodily, like in yeah, physical Yeah, they form? were Zepho. They oh. were Zepho at one point in time. Um, before they became the Mortis gods. And so, my theory is, if this is Abeloth, or, you know, Dave's cool, version huh? of Abeloth, I would not be surprised if Kujet was Abeloth. That it was under like a different um, name, like a merge, yeah, a merge of two characters, and that's why they're saying praise Kujet and all that. So that would say, to me, that would mean that this planet is kind of like a kind of like a dark side planet, you know, you oh, know, like totally. Exegol is kind yeah. of like a dark side. Yeah, totally. So that would also support why the daughter's head isn't clean off. You know what I mean? Like the right. light has been defeated. Um. So yeah, I mean so, the fact that and also Kujet, the are kind of dark. The yeah, they are. No, that they, they are. It is the dark side. <laughs> um, the fact that Kujet is like inscribed on things makes me think that that's what they're gonna go with. But yeah. just for just for completeness, we'll go through the. Uh, I dude, I swear to God, I watched like four hour long videos of Abeloth and like how it plays <laughs> into all this. It's it's really bad. Just for completeness, we'll go. All the way back, we'll go through the EU and legends and everything and kind of go through. So the Mortis gods, obviously you have the father, the son, and the daughter. They originally weren't on Mortis. They're originally on some jungle planet. Um, I don't think we were ever given a name. Um, They all lived whatever, as they did. And Avaloth for, I forget her original name. I don't know if we ever... She was the mother... Yeah, I don't know if we ever heard it, but she was a servant for the family, for the Mortis Scots. And, you know, who knows if there's actually like a love thing involved with the father. But anyways, she was a servant and she was able, without the force or without any powers, she was immortal. She wasn't like, you know, she wasn't like an actual god. She was just a, a person. But without any power, she was able to kind of quote-unquote tame the son and the daughter and like keep them from fighting and keep them from being you know always at each other's necks and she was able to do this just by being that mother figure that like they both wanted and specifically with the son like she was able to like direct his dark side energy into like carving canyons and stuff like that to the planets and he had like a he had a respect for that so he didn't want to like cause any problems Right. So, you know, eventually she sees she has this perfect life. She's living with these gods, her quote unquote kids or whatever. She's scared of, you know, being alone and all of these things, which is why she was a servant for them, because she wanted to have company. And she realized that she's mortal. So she's getting old. She's mm-hmm. losing her grip on the kids. And so what she does is she bathes in the pool of knowledge yep. and she 
drinks something or does something else. I forget, there was two things. There was one like light side force it nexus, was, um, and there was a dark side force from nexus. The font of power and bathed in that the was pool it. of knowledge. Yeah. Yep. Um, she did those things. And obviously, her being mortal, she was never supposed to do those things. She was never right. supposed to get that knowledge. She was never supposed to get that power. So it kind of like cursed her and it changed mm-hmm. her. So she had to, she grew to like an indiscriminate height. Her arms were replaced with tentacles and like her mouth widened and got sharp teeth. And then she got the same like black void eyes that the sun had. Um, And yeah, she went psychotic so instead of you know taming the son and the daughter by you know a healthy way by like directing their powers into something else she forced them like onto their knees not quite like anakin did but like like really by force and uh the father got terrified so basically the son and the daughter went out and made a little contraption to keep her in and right shoved her in the deep core of the galaxy. Um, this being the Star Wars galaxy at the time, this is probably where it transitions off to like, oh, they really banished her to another galaxy. Um, I could see that, yeah. But that, and like, she was, during this time, she was, you know, abolished for thousands of years before she would eventually escape somehow. Um, right, because they left around that planet and just just dipped. <laughs> yeah, no, they were like, we're not dealing with this, so they just left. <laughs> no, but she was able to, at least in Legend, she was able to, from across the galaxy, call on to, you know, people that were very strong in the Force, and specifically in the dark side, and right. get them and to come to her. if they weren't in the dark her. side, she'd twist them. Yeah, she would make them go insane. Like, actually insane. And she would kind of force them and like make them to come free her in exchange for awesome. like whatever. Um, so eventually she would free her then, but she was able to do the soul transfer thing, but to another level she would completely like, instead of just like kind of sharing the same body with the soul of the original body, she was able to completely take over the person. So like when she would, enter the soul of another person she would render the that person dead like it's like there's they're dead and she's just like reanimating their body basically yeah so at some time in the old republic or way even before that she took over the body of a senator took over a body of a senator and she realized that like it deteriorates way faster than like a force user does so but she eventually took over the senate one time and then escaped another time but there's a cycle of her escaping and getting rebanished and escaping and getting rebanished. Um, yeah, because the son and the daughter would always have to do it. Yeah. They would always have to, like, rebanish her. Mm-hmm. And fast forward to Grandmaster Luke what, times. <laughs> what's crazy is that Abeloth was so crazy, even the son was like, nah. <laughs> yeah. She was like, all right. And he's, and he's supposed to be the uh, embodiment of the dark side. Yeah. And he's like, all right. You got to relax. <laughs> even he's bit. like, you got to chill. Yeah, but fast forward to Grandmaster Luke times. Um, there was a time when Abeloth was trying to call out to Luke and to, I believe, yeah, I think in Legends, Luke's son was named Ben. Um, and um, Jason. Yes, Jason was. Uh, that Jason's... was Luke and Leia's. Or, I mean, Luke and I mean Leia's. There was also Hans. an Anakin, an Anakin Solo. 
I think yeah, I think at this in this specific story, it was um, Luke, Jason, and uh, Ben Skywalkers that were getting called out by Abeloth, and Luke was like, mm, "No, we're not gonna do that." So eventually, she kept calling out, calling out. Luke was like, "All right, here's how we do okay, this." Yeah, and Ben, Ben Skywalker. She he tried to. I think he tried to like feed her into a black hole or something. To yeah, no, her. that's how he defeated her. Was setting her through a black hole. Yeah, I don't think it actually killed her. I think it just again rebanished her for yeah, a little bit. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, that'll delay her a little bit. So, anyways, back to what, back to Ahsoka. Um, a lot of people think that this is what is calling to Balin, which would make sense. Again, the story is up for grabs, basically. Obviously, it has some connection to the Mortis gods. The only thing that we've gotten so far is Kujet slash Abeloth. And, I mean, it's a really easy story to make, and it'll be a really good one. They do... I feel like they do have to be careful, though, again, with, like, the insane amount of power that this deity would have specifically abeloth like yeah she'll be toned ugh. down for sure that's why i think the merging the merging of kujet and abeloth is a really good idea i do too because then it's just like a psychotic ancient basically sith lord you know yeah i mean kujet wasn't a sith but you know insane dark sider that has just been able to somebody who fell to the dark yeah but um yeah Either way, um, either way, let let Dave cook. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, moral, moral of the story: let Dave cook. Yeah, and it, it makes sense why Balin would be calling out, right? Because he already has that drive to get that extra power and all that stuff. And it's interesting that it's not making yeah. him go insane. Granted, I don't know if you call going to another galaxy and like deserting well, your only partner insane. Not yet. He hasn't gone insane yet. True. That True. could still happen. But what I'm so. We know Balin, obviously, he's he's pretty good with the Force. We can see that just yep. from him being able to fight Ahsoka. Just his age and um, experience. Exactly. So we do know if if it is... I, if, okay, if it's Abeloth, but it's a merge with Kujet, I'm sure she has, like, different names. Like, Kujet, she could be known as Kujet to people, Abeloth to people, the mother, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll just say Abeloth just for simplicity. So... If Abeloth is trying to reach out to Force-sensitive people to try to help get herself out of her situation, whatever she's in, to free herself, basically, and she probably sensed Balin and sensed his, um, how he felt and how he, you know, the cycle or whatever, so yeah. I'm sure she will probably feed on that, and so she's making him think that the power he is going after will help him do that. But it's a lie, and I'm sure he'll end up freeing whatever it is, if it's Abeloth, and then instantly regretting it, and realizing yeah. that he was wrong and he was played a fool. Um, but I think by then it would he'll probably be dead, and it'll be too late for him to. I do think he will die. Yeah, whoever he I... frees will kill him. Absolutely, like immediately. Or... Yeah, well, he, he'll either die or be warped so much that it's not even him anymore. That or like you know? that, like that or like the soul transfer thing I was talking about, where she would just exactly take over the yeah. body and like he would be rendered dead, like his soul no longer exists, but his body is being reanimated into something. Or yeah, or like what um the son did with Anakin a little bit. Or like yeah, show him the future and like make him become somebody just, else. Yeah, he, exactly. Um, so 
speaking of reanimated, not to like get off track here, but we saw the night troopers slash like huh. dead death troopers. <laughs> yes. I thought that was, was really sick. cool. We, did, we it got was death like, troopers. We got dead death troopers, but it was like a little callback say, to, uh, there was a book about like a star yeah, destroyer, star destroyer that like got lost in the unknown regions. And there was, and they found it and it was just, yeah. I feel, I forget what it was called, but it was like a basically it was like straight up called Death Troopers. No, like the the basically like Venom like creature, like Spider Man oh. Venom, um, that like took over their bodies and like made them into zombies. Anyways, I thought that was cool. Disregard. I don't remember. It was some weird name again. Legends that doesn't exist anymore, but like it, I thought it was just cool, like seeing like the broken open mask and seeing like part of the zombie face of a Death Trooper. Yeah, it was um, it was a prison barge, Imperial yeah. prison barge, and it was a horrific disease so lethal that within hours, nearly all aboard the Purge, which was the name of the ship, will die <laughs> in ways too hideous to imagine. I'm trying to see. No, yeah, there was some organism basically that would like. Has the power to take over the entire galaxy if it wasn't locked in the unknown regions. Well, Han and Chewie are in that book. Dude, anything that has anything to do with legends, the f main original characters are always in there. Yeah. In fact, I think Chewie. Cool. I think Chewie was the one that let out whatever it was that started it. Unless I, I might be thinking of a different comic. I think I am, but no. I think that um, I've said this every single time, but obviously they have to be careful with, you know, unleashing this insane, powerful de deity, whether it be Abeloth, Gujet, or whatever it is. It could be somebody completely new. You know, it could just be, again, we're going off of things that we have, granted legends, but things that fit the puzzle pretty well. Um, and we're really not going to know until, really until Dave Filoni's movie comes out, I'm going to think. Yeah, and and Dave always says like if if he's gonna do something from Legends, it has to be done right because the yeah. people who are fans of that in Legends need to be like they need to feel validated too. You know, they can't it can't just take something that they know but then have it be completely different because then there's no point. Just make something new, right? Like with Thrawn, like he was thinking of a character to have like to do like an officer in Rebels. That was super smart, but then he was like, why should I just, you know, we can just use Thrawn and do him right. Yeah. And stuff like that. So, and good lord, they did him right. Yeah. So, if it's Abeloth or whatever, it will have to be done right. So, and I, it will. It, it, it obviously will. But, like, my thing, I have another question about this is if. Anakin has taken the place of the father and is in the world between worlds and can see through all of these doors and everything. Whether he like stays in this realm or if that was just he was there because of Ahsoka, whatever. If that's the case, would he know about this greater power, oh, whatever sure. it is, Abeloth, Kushiak, sure. whatever? And that's probably partly why he need, he wanted to go to her and finish her training, you know, to get her right, and then. Exactly, and then like the shot we see it at the end of the um, episode eight, where he's he's oh. watching her and he's smiling, and it's like, 
it's so dope because it's the first time he's like seeing he did something right finally yeah ahsoka he did right yeah from the beginning that's like it, it, that's that's his greatest achievement in my opinion is ahsoka because obviously luke isn't because you know he was vader for most, most of, of luke's life um so I see Ahsoka as his, his biggest achievement and accomplishment, other than obviously, you know, actually fulfilling his destiny. But um, I'm just talking about on it on an impactful level. So like, out of all his relationships, yeah, totally. I, I get what he, you mean. He was his biggest achievement was was Ahsoka. You know, she is she's everything he is, but better. Yeah, exactly. In a way so exactly so that's dope it's always it's always good when a master actually succeeds in training an apprentice that then doesn't um yeah have the same problems as the master you know what i mean like he did his job right you know yep i get that she's got all the good parts of anakin and none of the bad <laughs> yeah anymore at well, least anymore right exactly no, so, the only reason why she had some of the bad was because she was worried about getting the bad. You exactly, know? yeah. <laughs> when she had to show her that... Yeah. Anyways, what were we saying? So, also, right before that scene happens, Sabine looks out in the stars and, like, she feels something. She's like... Right. I sense a shadow in the stars or something. Something like Shadows that. under the moonlight, yeah, whatever it was. Starlight yeah. or something. I, do you think she was like cause it, to me it sounded like she was sensing something dark granted it could literally just be Anakin mm. showing up and she's like mm, I feel something here that I like don't know what this is uh, but like it, I feel I, like a movement in the force 100% I think that's what it was 100%. you think it was Anakin okay because then because yeah, yeah, yeah. then, she... then Ahsoka reacted to it and was like mm, I feel it too and he, she's like looking at Anakin Grant, I don't know if so I don't know if she could see Anakin though no, it didn't Sabine look like she could. But Ahsoka, I think Ahsoka could. Ahsoka, think Ahsoka could, could, but Sabine couldn't. Okay. Yeah, because she she looks right where he was and smiles and then walks away. If she couldn't see him, she at least knew he was there. She could feel his presence. Yeah, but like and she for sure enough. could see him. I think because like in Return of the Jedi, for example, Luke can see Obi Wan, Yoda, and Anakin, but nobody else can. They're only showing themselves to him in that moment. Right, and it's what Anakin was doing. So I think Sabine sensed something good was there and that's why because when when you see his uh Sabine's face she doesn't look like scared or anything she's like confused interested she's like huh yeah. but it wasn't like anything negative so i think she could sense something there okay and then we it gets revealed it's anakin that makes sense i was thinking that i just wanted to run it by because i was like shadows infer something dark it would make well it's because it was nighttime yeah, but right. um, like how is her? I do, I do get your point. Yeah, yeah, I do get your point. But like, you've got the most powerful force user ever, technically. Period. Ever. Right there. Done. In front of you, you're gonna sense him if you have any any inkling of the force. You know what I mean? I thought it was really cool too that we got to see like her actually using it in like a good yeah. way. Like she, she did it brought the, exact the saber. Same way Luke did. It's so yeah. dope. She brought the saber to her, called it to her to basically save her life and then pushing Ezra up and like both of those things were attached with emotion and I think that's what she was able to draw from which again dangerous but like if that's what you need to use then by all means it was also just 
confidence finally. Confidence for At sure, especially with Ezra. The push especially was. Yeah, she was like, I got you. And Ezra, was, very Ezra was like, Ezra was like, uh All right. Because him and Kanan would whatever. do that. Yeah, but again, Ezra knows Sabine as, you know, the Mandalorian. Right. That doesn't understand the force, and now she's gonna force push you off a cliff. But And he saw her struggles in being trained as a Jedi before. <laughs> yeah. But I want to point out how very in character it is for Sabine to pull her lightsaber to her one time and then be like, "All right, I can push you." <laughs> yeah, right. I got I did it once. Sabine. Now I'm just gonna it's, I'm gonna push you 300 feet in the air. That's that Mandalorian stubbornness, but also that Sabine stubbornness that she's always had. It's so funny. Yeah. And then Ezra's just like, "All right, all right, let's do it." And then um. He, when he he pretends to be the the stormtrooper again, walking up the yeah, I love that. I on the, on I literally said yeah. I said he's like oh nice. I said two episodes ago that I'm like I really hope Ezra gets another helmet, just as like a full circle moment, and he absolutely did. He needs to get he Enoch's a, he helmet. Got a full suit. Oh man, if he sees crazy. Enoch's helmet, he's gonna want it. Yeah. But uh, I just, like, he picks up the comedy. They're like, uh, we're sending reinforcements, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, all right, yep. Copy. This is <laughs> this is him, yep. <laughs> oh, dude, I can't believe they, they, they didn't show us Hera and Ezra hugging, though. I don't yeah, know why that, they cut. It took him so long to freaking get off the ship and take his helmet off. Like, give us something. Like, bro, I, you what I do love down without your helmet. What I do love is... Chopper like realizing yeah. before anybody else, and Chopper he goes up like, hmm? and he goes up. I was really hoping he would like hit him or something. <laughs> yeah, that means we're gonna get Ezra and Jason. Ezra and Jason. Yeah, I was gonna talk about this too. Like I, one hundred percent. I think we talked about this before earlier, but I, one hundred percent think that he's gonna train Jason. Mm-hmm. A hundred percent, because because Hera's gonna be like, I think he's got, and they're just gonna be like, uh, yeah, you know who his father is. Mm-hmm. I I can definitely see Ezra training Jason, and I think that'd be dope. And then maybe Ezra will end up giving that lightsaber he made to Jason and stuff. Yeah. Um, speaking of, or at I least thought giving was, him the hilt. Yeah, I said. Speaking of, I thought it was really cool how or the emitter. I mean. Yeah, how how cool it was for that all like to happen again, like him. Yep. Him getting the experience of like a Jedi in like the peak of the Jedi Order, like he was on he was on the ship making the lightsaber with Hu Yang, and he was like, "Yep." The other thing too that I thought was really funny was like, Ezra was like, "Oh no, like I can't use that emitter; it'll make the blade too skinny." Like I thought that was like a cool callback to Rebels, like the art style, mm-hmm. of, like the lightsabers that they had were so skinny. Yeah. And then um, Hu Yang calling Kanan Caleb. Like, oh. Yep. He's like, oh, yeah, Caleb. Yeah, because I'm sure um, Ahsoka had told um, Hu Yang that Kanan was Caleb Dune. I was then... wondering about that, but yeah, that was my only logical thing because obviously, I mean, Ahsoka knew, right? Because she was there in that. Yeah, like, she, with the wolves she knew. And all that stuff. She knew, yep. Dude. Well, she wasn't there for that part. That was when. That was when, um, oh yeah, you know, she was MIA for a little bit. Right, right, right. But that was before um, Seeing Worlds. Right. Yeah, it might have been after. No, that would have been before. 
I think, because that's when the it wolves... It was around the same time, but um, either way, she was... Because technically, the world between worlds has had technically has always happened. Yeah, you know what I mean? it's, In a way. The weird, it's the weird time loop thing. Right. But either way, she was off doing whatever yeah. during all this, so she wasn't there for the, the wolf thing, but I'm pretty sure she ended up knowing about... Um, yeah, I mean, it's not like a... I mean, because... Like, Sabine probably told her when they were together and... That or Ezra probably would just want to talk to her, too, be like, hey, I'm having these weird encounters with wolves that are, you know, that are basically well, Kanan's thing. So, actually, I think, now that I think of it, I think Ahsoka actually told um, Ezra that, like, these wolves might also be, like, Kanan... Kanan's, like, the, like the cosmic force, basically. I can't remember exactly how or who said it or how they oh, did said they it. Did they talk about that in the world between worlds? No, it was it was it was like kind of while like the wolves were saying doom to Ezra, and he was he was, was at there, that rock. I, I it was somebody that was because she she doesn't come back into the world between worlds episode, right? And then right. she doesn't come back after that until the season the season finale at the end, right? So I, I maybe it was Hera or somebody that was. I, so you're tripping. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen to me. There was a scene in Rebels where somebody tells Ezra that like these wolves. No, 100. percent But it wasn't Ahsoka. That's yeah, I, I, I don't. I would. I wouldn't say it was Ahsoka for sure. It, it I was no probably was. Hera. I think I'm thinking it was Hera. It was Hera or Sabine or something. I thought it was a Jedi. It, it wasn't Ahsoka though. Because she wasn't there. I thought it was a Jedi. Because Ezra was like, is this possible? And they were like, yeah. Like, they were certain. Anyways. I just thought it was cool that he finally gets some, like, intel on, like, how Kanan was in the Jedi Order. I think it's, like, a good full circle moment for him. And obviously the exact emitter that was Kanan's that he had kept in case he needed a spare part or anything. Mm, it might have been Sabine. I'm looking at something and um, I don't know if it was in the same conversations, but Ezra and Sabine are saying, I thought I saw something. I think it's a Lothwolf. No one's seen them in a hundred years, but I think I keep seeing one today. A Lothwolf? Like from those old cave paintings? I don't know if it was in that. No, it was after that because it was it was after like they... Like the Lothwolves were already being seen, and they were already like riding them and everything. Um, and it was like Ezra was in this weird vision state, and he was sitting in the a rock, and it was like like an open field. And then it was like the, the huge wolf. There was one where it was like a, like three wolves in one, and that was the one that was saying doom. And right after that is when he said it. I, anyways. Who Yang knows, and uh, yeah, right. I think that's a really cool, like, I don't know, like a really cool connection. Ron is going to lose his mind when he finds out that Anakin had two kids, one is a <laughs> yeah. Jedi, and the other is leading the Republic. <laughs> He's going to yeah. lose it. When he's like, oh, there's a Jedi coming after us. Oh, who's this? Oh, it's Anakin's son. Um, he's what? <laughs> what, what? What was his last name again? Wait, repeat that one more time. Oh. What's your name? Wait, wait, oh. wait. I'm Luke Skywalker. 
at that point, dude, just like end it. Just end it all. You've had enough. You're not going to win against this guy. I'm sorry. It's at that point, happen. he's just switching sides. He's like, you know what? Yeah. I'll because you guys. Because at this point, right, to get my timeline straight, this is my big problem. I can never get the timelines, like, right. Like, what's yeah, happening can, during this? Yeah, you suck. So, at this time, Luke is rebuilding his Jedi Order. He's going around looking for, looking um, for like, Jedi candidates. artifacts and stuff. Okay. Oh, like Battlefront 2. He's finding the Jedi lore. No. Okay, after that, never mind. He's doing the, he's doing that during Battlefront Two as well. That's way after. Or that's way before this. Yeah, he was just vibing out there in Battlefront Two. He's just vibing. Yeah. Got it. Okay, that's what I thought. But, but... that's why he like sensed Grogu and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cause it's cause Grogu reached out in, in the Force on Tython. to, to find yeah. somebody, and of course the most powerful. Yeah. Jedi at the time is Luke. He senses it right away. Right. Only he could probably sense that at that time. Um, yeah, I'd agree. So, yeah. But if Abeloth and stuff is involved, 100% Luke will start to get involved. Um, I think, I mean, would you think that he's going to be in um, Filoni's movie? movie? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because this is it's it's Mandalorian's time. I'm assuming it's gonna take place right after Ahsoka, because again, Ahsoka is Dave's like creation, so there's yeah. no chance that he doesn't use it in his in his Star Wars movie. Like this I hope is they don't break. deep fake though. I hope they do go with the actor. I agree, especially for a movie. I agree, and whatever Are they you... did for Anakin, granted it's the same actor, but whatever they did for Anakin to de-age him, they yeah, need to keep fine. doing that. Whether they're de-aging somebody's actor, somebody else. Well, they can't like, do it with Mark Hamill when no, he's too old. No, Mark's too old. But I'm saying, like, if they do that same technology or makeup or whatever to another actor that basically has the same facial structure, we're not going to tell a difference. And I'm so for it. Yeah, the actor who's already playing him should just do it. Yeah, absolutely. It just it, it just comes out. It's just a better emotional performance when you're seeing a real face as opposed to, you know, right? Yeah, artificial. Because it's different from it's like when you're watching an animation and it's the emotion that's different than a deep fake or like an AI. Yeah, because like the the deep fake's almost it's like just uncanny. It, the deep fake's almost like plastic surgery, like. It's it's just uncanny. It's like <laughs> I don't know what I'm looking at. Right. Granted, the the Luke in Bubble Fett was pretty good, but still, yeah. I wouldn't want that for a whole movie. Give me, give me an actor like I like somebody. Somebody was trying to argue. I don't. They I, they were really misguided. They were trying to argue for <laughs> doing um uh the deep fake. Yeah. Again, for Luke, but used Ewan McGregor as an example. What? People were like, bro, you are proving the point that recasting should be done. Because we would not have gotten Ewan McGregor. Yeah. If they didn't recast. Granted. Or, um, Mon Mothma and... Dude, like, you can't even tell the difference between the Mon Mothmas. Yeah, I swear to God. And she's a better... No, yeah. no, no, you know, no, no offense, offense but to the she's original way actors. better. Yeah. But no. And cause... honestly, Alden sometimes gives more effort than Harrison Ford. I was going to say, Harrison Ford never liked 
uh, Han Solo character. He was so confused. <laughs> he's he's he started to come around more though, especially with like Carrie Fisher's death and stuff. Sadly, yeah. Um, like he, I he's, just love. He's never. He's always loved his like time and like his friendships. But... Yeah, totally. I just loved his old interviews where he's like, George, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, I have no <laughs> idea what you want from me. He just doesn't understand it. Um. What, so what, it surprises me that he actually did that cameo in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, but again, that's why he. Uh, that's why he makes the big bucks. That's why he was thrown off a balcony. Is what I was gonna say. Well, I mean, in Rise of Skywalker, when he was already dead, he made a, an appearance. Oh, that's right. I dude, I've seen that movie twice. The first time was in the theater when it came out. I really out, liked that scene. And the second one was a couple of years after that. So, remind me again, Some, he showed up like a force ghost or something, or was like no, Leia no, no, tripping? No, 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 So Wasn't it a whack? Some people, some people were like, how oh, is he a force ghost, blah, blah, blah. He's not actually a force ghost. It's yeah. just in Ben's mind. He's that's just thinking about his father. Yeah, that's and what it's I thought. what helped Oh, him. right, on the Death Star, the second Death Star and everything. Yeah. Yeah, It's yeah. a really good scene. It's it's probably one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, no, he def- that was definitely not a force ghost. That I knew. It, yeah, But uh, Ben's just going insane. Or Kylo, yeah. I guess, at that point. I don't know. Right. Forgot about that. Wow. I gotta rewatch. We're, we're rewatching everything, so including the sequels. Have you ever watched the Resistance show? No, but I was talking about it with my dad when we were at um when we were at Galaxy's Edge because we were on the Smuggler's um Smuggler ride where you're in the yeah. Millennium Falcon, and that show takes place. With oh. the resistance, because okay. uh, Hondo's Hondo's in it, and he has his own company. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. He, he he's got a. Uh, it's basically he's still a smuggler technically, but it's like legal. <laughs> um, but the resistance characters are like talking while you're in the line stuff mm, in the line for okay. it. Yeah. But um, but yeah, my dad he was like, yeah, it's alright. He's he like, it's it? definitely more of a kid show. Yeah, it, he watched I, it. I, it looks like it. It looks like very bright and very like. But Jedi the senator Academy. in Ahsoka that like is always talking trash to Ahsoka oh, or to Hera, yeah, yeah, that's the main the main character of Resistance's father. I did hear about that. I did hear yeah. about that. Ziono, Ziono, Senator Ziono, that was it. Mm-hmm. Dude, I hate he's, that. That's his father, also, and he's totally, still a jerk in Resistance. I totally forgot about this. C three PO. Or was that episode six? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. episode uh, seven or no? no. Uh, yeah, seven, seven. Because Chopper was in court, like as like an actual like person in power, and we're like, <laughs> everybody's going to be like, oh, he's on trial finally for the war crimes he's committed. Now he's like yelling at Senator Ziono to like shut up. But no, C three PO showed up. He's like Princess Leia, or I guess General Organa. I don't really remember her official title at this point, but sent C-3PO to relay a message that, you know, Hera's mission was always a secret plan and everything. It was, it was approved by her. Yeah. And that secretly, and they didn't want to cause any stir up in the, and whatever, that, cause it's such a big deal. And that the vote about not having the mission was void because they didn't, um, have her in it as well. Yes. They didn't invite her to it. So, so, and they're like, great. And you can tell she kind of like out, 
technically there's no rank but she technically like outranks that guy oh any, absolutely any other, any other senators so it's like absolutely you can't really she say is, anything to her well again she is like the, the leader at this point right because this is well uh, it's mon mothma mon mothma's chancellor chancellor which Pumaki. she's she's definitely a, a better leader because she's been in the fight longer than leia has yeah well she yeah she's been in there since republic times she was a republic senator um, yeah she it, she's she was the one who kind of started the rebellion as we saw from Andrew. and then leia um helped and then joined in it's basically mon mothma then leia is it's basically what it is yeah and then but then mon mothma listens to leia a lot and stuff like that like they they work together so they're the they're the leia is a general power right? duo but like if she was a general then why would Hera's the same um, rank What's above a general? She's like a general, but she's also this like one of the senators on the like council that they have. Grand Admiral Leia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, see, Grand Admiral was still under like um, um, what's his name? Tarkin. Tarkin was still ahead of Grand Moff. Thrawn. Yeah. Moff. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know that. Because I thought. Yo, what? <laughs> I'm searching up Moff Tarkin, and the first Google search is "Is Moff Is Moff Tarkin gay?" You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Moff Grand Moff Tarkin of the Empire has just the come Empire out. The Empire supports the LGBTQ community. <laughs> but also, Tarkin was Grand Moff. Yeah, he was Grand Moff. That's what I said. Also, was Grand Admiral. I'm pretty sure it's. Are you sure? I don't think that's true. Yeah, yeah. It says Tarkin outranked Thrawn since he was a Grand Moff, which is a political rank, whereas Thrawn was a Grand Admiral oh, military okay. rank. I see. I see. Okay. I didn't realize there was a distinction between army or military also, and political ranks like that. Apparently, Tarkin was governor of the Outer Rim. Yeah. That That I knew. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize there was separate like political ranks versus uh what's it called army ranks. That makes sense because then like the political ranks could like order the military to do whatever, so they would have to outrank. Yeah, Grand Moffs control several planets slash entire sectors of space. Grand Admirals control entire fleets and have special authority when giving commands. Grand Moff is a political title, while Grand Admiral is a military title. And then this person said, I think Grand Moff is more important title overall, but I guess it's debatable. But yeah, th but um, Tarkin could technically void some decisions Tarkin would make depending on where they are. Right, because that'd be like his if territory. Tarkin, exactly. He could be like, yeah, Got you're it. in control of that fleet, but uh, I'm in control of this entire sector, so you're not doing that. Looks like, let's see... The badges on their yeah your uniform. So Tarkin has or yeah Tarkin has six blue squares on the top row, and then three red on the bottom, and then three yellow. While Thrawn, Thrawn he had three sections of colors, I believe. He has the exact um, same amount, but they have them in different parts. So he has three blue, then three yellow on the top, and then three blue, three red on the bottom. So they have mm. the same amount and same color amounts, but on different placements, which is interesting. 
Yeah, that to me almost seems like it's like the same level, just different. Like, yeah, it's political. Like, they're the same thing, but in different ways. So it's political, and then one's, you know. Right. You yeah. See this? Okay. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Different designations, but like same power. Right. Plus, they both have like four clearance sticks or whatever they call it. They're like the same rank, but on different for different reasons for different clearance. But the, but then Grand Moff is probably more important. Just because it's a political, that makes sense. <clears throat> right. And that's what most people will see. Right, because they're 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 the ones that are most vocal. Right. And the most hated. <laughs> yep, and the most public, which means the most hated. But. And then Mov, uh, technically Tarkin outranked like Vader, in a way. He he outranked him by rank, but. Yeah. Well, know. I don't think Vader had a rank. I think that's why. No, he was just he was just the assassin He's of the Lord of the Sith. But like he would listen to Tarkin though. Tarkin would like when he's choking the guy. Yeah, they had respect Tarkin's for him. Tarkin's like release him. And they had respect like, for each other. Does. Again, because right. of the, the arc that we saw in the Clone Wars where Tarkin was a captain. Anakin I and stuff too. Yes. I don't know. Did Tarkin know? Tarkin Tarkin did know. Tarkin did know that he was did he? Vader. Because there was I believe it was Tarkin who was training not training vader but like vader asked tarkin to like hunt him basically do you remember this i think it was in the vader comics or some it might be legends at this point but vader would ask tarkin to like hunt him down and vader would have no lightsaber no weapons no nothing it was just him and the force actually i don't even think he was allowed to use the force against tarkin i think it was straight up just like hand-to-hand combat no, you're thinking of something else. So what it was was Vader had to get a new lightsaber. No, it's it's to... a different story. I'm, I know what you were thinking uh, of. That that sure? was yeah yeah. Okay, it's a what you're thinking of isn't the Vader comics then. I don't know it, what that it is. must have been an old Legends comic or something. Maybe. But... but yeah, it says here that so this is canon. Um, Tarkin reveals that he suspected Vader was Anakin through the way he interacted with the stormtroopers he commanded and how he wielded his lightsaber. He used the power of observation to get the answer he required. He didn't ask him outright. He wasn't stupid. Smart. Yeah. He chose not to reveal what he'd pieced together as it didn't concern him. He yeah. He really did not care. He knew about it, but he didn't care because he was like, you know, that doesn't make a difference whether who's, you know, it has to be somebody. Why does it matter? It says, it should also be noted that while he put the pieces together, he puzzled how a great Jedi like Skywalker would become a Sith. Again, he became curious. Also, he had an appreciation for the former war hero. Apparently, Vader kind of did hate him. But I guess they still had to respect. It says, did Tarkin understand why Vader disliked him? It says, it's likely Tarkin was was aware Vader hated him. And if he'd pieced together who he'd been, then he'd probably worked out why, too. The Dark Lord of the Sith became known for holding a grudge and killed those whom dissatisfied him. Anakin would have held Tarkin somewhat accountable for what happened with Ahsoka. Also, it should be noted that the future Moff wanted to see how far he could push the Jedi Knight. Pushing for Tano's execution would have been one way of keeping him in check. Mm. 
I don't know if, yeah, I don't know what that is. I think this is just this article writing about that, but I don't think Vader That's hated what they think. or disliked him. He probably yeah. kind of held a little bit of a grudge for kind of what he was doing with Ahsoka, but by but, the time he's Vader, he's he's too angry about other stuff. Again, yeah, I was just going to say that by the time he was Vader, he was too... I mean, he hated he, he everybody. He hated himself too much. He at hated that himself. Point. He, didn't care about he hated everybody that he laid eyes on. There was no nothing <laughs> in him that was like, I like you. No, there was nothing. But still, somehow showed respect for his soldiers. Yeah. No. <clears throat> Tarkin didn't yeah. know whether he was told it or not. But, anyways, he didn't know. I'm pretty sure Vader knew that he knew, too. I'm pretty sure that was, probably, that was the big he thing. He probably figured that Tarkin probably knew, but. And he was like, Didn't again, really care. like, you're too good of an asset to... He knew Thrawn did. Well, Thrawn that's another... Like yeah, that's another... That's another weird story, because, again, there's so many legends, like, books and... Well, that one's canon. I know, but there's there's comics that are, like... Even, like, Thrawn met Anakin, like, in the Clone Wars... Like Anakin, like crash landed on some random planet in the outer rim or under reach or something, and yeah, Thrawn was like there. Well, yeah, he didn't crash land. They were um, he was looking for Padme. This is after Ahsoka left the Order already and stuff. He was trying to rescue Padme, and then Thrawn ended up joining in and helping him. Yeah, and that's how he knew that um, he found an ally. Well, because yeah, and because because his last name is Skywalker, which is the same title that they give the Chiss, like, navigators. Yep. Who are basically Force sensitives they who are, are navigating yeah. through the unknown regions, yeah. But, um... I knew your master. But, yeah, the, the Soka season seven, uh, episode 7 and 8, very good. Definitely gonna get a season 2. People kept treating the finale like it was a, a series finale, and that's why they, like, didn't like it. It's like, no, it wasn't a series finale. It was a season finale. There's a lot more to come. They weren't. They didn't want to wrap up everything. Yeah, honestly, though, it's gonna be a long time until we get... It's gonna be a fat wait. Apparently, Mando season 4 is ready to film as soon as the actor strike is over. Should your be, actors should be closing that out. They reached a deal finally. No, the writers ago. reached a deal. The writers. Oh, right. Two different yeah, things. Yeah, 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 yeah. So actors are next. They need to get to get paid, apparently. Um. So then, when that's done with, season four will be filming. Yeah, we're so, gonna be in a we're gonna be in a dry spell. Skeleton Crew comes out in like well, December or something. I heard. Um, it looks like January. It's looking like January. Oh, great. The okay. episode one description seems to have been leaked as well. Oh. Don't know if you saw that. I can I read didn't. that for you I right did not, now. I did not see that leak. Skeleton crew. It was a leak. It was that. And then it was looking like it was going to be the January release, which I'm fine with January. That's not too far. Um, let me pull this up. Okay, here we go. The new synopsis. So. In the first episode of The Skeleton Crew, we are introduced to four kids who make a mysterious discovery on their seemingly safe home planet and get lost in a strange and dangerous galaxy. Finding their way home, meeting unlikely allies and enemies will be a great adventure than they have ever imagined. I'm ready. I'm, I'm kind of excited for this. So... It's going to be different. 
They're in a different galaxy? No, 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 no. It's just they've always been on their planet, so now they're, you know, oh, being opened got up. got it. Okay. Yeah. Got it. That makes sense. Okay, yes. It does seem exciting. So, it seems more like a kid show again, but I think it'll... No, apparently it's nice. not. They've 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 really? explicitly said many times, like, while this show is technically about kids, it's not a kid show at all. Awesome. Yeah. It's animated in the Clone Wars style, correct? No, it's live action. Oh, it's live action? Yes, it is live action. Dude, where have directed I been? Directed by... I have no idea, bro. It directed by... Uh, or I don't know if it's... It's he probably directs some episodes, but it's created by John Watts. Okay. Who did Spider Man, the MCU Spider Man? Um But Jude Law is one of the main characters and he's like the one who's kind of trying to help the kids. Mm. So that's fire. We've talked about this before. You you knew it was, I, it was live action listen, before you just kind of you just it's forgot. it's been a long time. Yeah. I'm I'm ready. This show and then Acolyte. I'm very. Ready. I cannot wait for Acolyte. That's gonna be so sick. I hope it's good. Oh my god. I think another trailer came out for that, or again was leaked. Uh, it leaked. It leaked. I I didn't want to watch it yet until it drops in you know 4K. <laughs> I think I I not, watched it. I again I forgot potato. everything. Yeah, that's true. I watched like two seconds and I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna wait. Let me. I want to experience the trailer. It'll probably drop pretty soon. Yeah, we'll get a they... trailer for Skeleton Crew soon too, for sure. I'm surprised we haven't yet. Honestly, yeah, because it should be soon. Should be any. They're probably waiting for Ahsoka to end first. Yeah, I'll let the hype. That makes sense. But um, yeah. So I'm ready for these. Is Echolite? Is that a May Fourth trap? You know what? I could see that at this rate. Because right. okay. yeah, Skeleton Crew is like the de- December slash January show that ends Let's see. in February. Skeleton Crew March or May. Let's see how many episodes Skeleton Crew is gonna be. Dude, probably like six. They keep getting shorter. Eight. It's gonna have eight. So let's say, let's say they drop the first two in January. Then you're gonna have six weeks. Mm. Pause. Okay, so January, let's say January, let's let's just say January 2nd, right? That's a Tuesday. We'll say January 2nd, then we get the first two episodes, and then episode 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. Okay, then it finished by like February 13th. So then, yeah, I could see, um, I could see Acolyte dropping in May. Probably not May 4th, because that's a Saturday, but maybe May 7th. Or, they do like a double, well, they, they've done the double or episode. April 30th. Yeah, they've done the double yeah, episode drops. Tuesday. Yeah, they've been doing the, the double episode. I think it works better. It helps get get you hooked. Yeah, I agree. Because sometimes the first episode is kind of just like a um an introduction kind of. Yeah. So. Which is still good, but... I mean, Ahsoka overall as season one, I did not have any episodes that I hated. I did not have any episodes I didn't like even. Yep. I liked every single episode. Me. I mean... None of it was like a filler episode or none of it was like a transition episode or anything. It was all good content start to finish. It was all good character development. Yeah. Short term and long term. I mean it 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 felt great. It felt like a it felt like a full arc. Like a like a full like almost like a rebels arc. But instead yep. it was like an entire season long. 
I just think it's so funny that we now have flip-flopped. So Thrawn and Ezra are back. Yeah. But Ahsoka and Sabine are trapped. So yeah. funny. Also, oh man. They're right I where they're supposed to be. To this to you. So there was a, 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 a picture that uh, Dave drew like a, a long time ago. And it's Ahsoka in her, you know, the Ahsoka the White outfit and stuff. Yeah. And then it's Sabine in her, like how she looks right now at the end of the episode eight. And they're going up a mountain these stairs on a mountain and it's snowing because of how high up they are and it's very you know now that we're seeing the end of episode eight it looks like they're going up where that light was coming from i believe it dude i so because again dave had a plan the whole time again ahsoka said we're right where we're supposed to be and sabine was yep. like you're actually insane but again balen <laughs> Is get gonna free whatever disaster is gonna strike, and yep. again they're there to be like, hey, let's not do that. Let's put it back where it came from. Mm-hmm. So I mean, Ahsoka knows. She's like, no, that happened for a reason. Of course, we didn't make it on the ship. We were never gonna make it on the ship. We were never meant yeah, to make it on the ship. She doesn't know exactly what it is yet. No, she knows that they're there. No, but she realizes again with her time in the world between worlds. Been there twice now. At least. Seeing, Anakin, yeah. seeing Anakin, she knows that like things happen for a reason, or things don't happen for a reason, you know. And she's yep. she's she's becoming this more almost Qui Gon character. That's like we're gonna listen to the Living Force and you know try to tap into the Cosmic Force while we can, and kind of go with whatever the Force wills me to do. And that saying... is the embodiment of the light side. Some people were saying that, um, what if Shin, either Shin or Sabine became kind of like the canon Mara Jade? Could be pretty cool. And what? Because in Legends, Mara Jade was a little bit older than Luke at first. They ended up changing that eventually. But at first, she was a little bit older than Luke. And Sabine is a little bit older than Luke. So you think you think they're gonna mess around a little Could bit? See Could see it. I really, or maybe I really... no. I think I think Shin, I think Shin and Sabine are, are the couple. There you Not go. Not gonna lie, I'm for that. I, I've I'm bought I've bought into the fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bought it. I'm for it. I'm for it. Let's do it. I really, 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 hey, hey, really, really. They're both stuck on the same planet in a in a different galaxy. I'm just it, saying. It gets lonely. Just just saying. It gets lonely. Just saying. I'm for it. And, I think that'll be. I think that'll be cool as hell. Let's do it. I don't care. I'm for it. All these people, you know, that would be against that. Just say you're homophobic. Just say it. And move on. <laughs> Who doesn't want to see this? You know what I'm saying? No. So I, what I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I really, really don't think that they're ever gonna do a Mario Jade character in canon. I don't see it happening. I don't think that a Dave would approve, and we know that George has not approved of the Martin. She, he hates that idea. <laughs> he hates that idea. Uh, and if he hates that idea, then I really think Dave's not gonna like it. I don't yeah. think it's ever gonna be a thing. And he personally, won't, he won't I think do I'm okay with that. that. Da- uh, George won't approve. Yeah, exactly. Now Luke having a son, that might happen. I don't. You know, again, I don't think it's gonna be the Mara Jade story. I can story. see that he has a son somewhere out there that maybe he didn't know about, or um. <laughs> 
<laughs> he was getting, he was getting <laughs> down like that. No, no like, but... like, like back before he was a Jedi, like on Tatooine, there's like a slave somewhere no, that's snow. No, like, like a little Annie story. That. I don't know about that. It, it, I don't know. I mean, he's a bit, he's a bit, he, he's traveling around right now. You know what I mean? You know, who's to say, you know? Let bro, plot let twist. bro have a little time for plot himself. Plot twist, it's, it's a Twi'lek. It's a mixed kid. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I could see them doing something with Luke having a son, but I think it won't be a Mara J character. We need, we need some blood Skywalkers out there, man. I'm just yeah, saying. totally. I mean, I think I think it's not going to be a... Uh, I mean, we do have it in Ben, but like, whatever. Um, um I think... Dead, so... <laughs> He's not gonna have kids anytime soon. Nah, I think I think if they do, if they do give Luke a child, I think it won't be like a Mara Jade where she's hired to kill him or hired to whatever him, and then. Oh, I love you secretly. Yeah, I really no, don't no. think it, I do, but it, it would be different because obviously you, I couldn't, I couldn't see. Well, I could see Shin trying to kill him. Boom! There you go. Did it. And then she's just struck by his charm in that no but i could i think shin will be trying to build her own little like kind of her own thing and like try to conquer the new galaxy maybe really um i don't think she's that crazy i don't know i don't know what path she's on i thought um, i don't know i she's to me she just seems like a little like skittish like a rabbit or something she's really just lost she's not she doesn't know what she wants she doesn't Either she goes farther into the She's dark vibing. in her meditation or whatever, she realizes, like, I'm just going to do me, and right now I'm not feeling all those dark stuff. Well, so. she's, definitely, she's not doing that because she just joined the, the people who have been terrorizing everybody else. Again, because she had nobody else. Well, that's not true. She had, uh, she could have gone to Ahsoka. I don't know, man. I still but think that she, confuses I, her. I, I still think she might turn back to the light. She gonna get with Sabine. Again, the light. I'm yeah. telling you. No, or because Sabine again, go Balin, or I think Skull and Hati are like the two like wolves that chase like yep. the sun and the moon, and Hati is the light one, and Skull is the dark one. Um, I think in the I think in the mythology. Let me see which one. Is that Nordic? Skull and Hut. Um, yeah, it's Norse. Um, okay, let's see. Okay, they're not labeling the wolves. <laughs> they I'm, are not labeling the I'm, wolves. I'm pretty sure Hati okay, is Skull light chases one. the sun. Hati chases the moon. So, I hmm. feel like in the in in Star Wars's case, they're kind of switched. I feel like because Skull, uh, um, Balin is chasing this. What he? Oh, well, hey, what he might think is the sun, and then it was a bright light. On a mountain that looked like it could have been the sun. Yo, hold on. Or, or, Davis or, cooking. or, listen to this. Listen Davis to this. What if it's cooking? Listen to this. What if it's sun, but not sun? You know what I mean? What if it's S O N? Oh my God. Yo. Anyways, the sun is dead, so that's Yo. not true. Well, I mean, but you know what I mean? The, the embodiment of the dark side at the moment. None of them are really dead, let's be real. Except maybe the father. They're I so can see the father being dead. No, that Mog dead as hell. The, well, the daughter we know is technically alive because of she we saw, her life. We also saw Soka. the Morai. Morai. We also the, saw the goat. 
the goat. The bird, really, but the goat. That's why um, he's the goat. I saw somebody posted a picture of the of the shot of Morai sitting there. And yeah. I'm like, oh my god. And then somebody quote tweeted saying, Imagine not being a Star Wars fan and seeing this. <laughs> yeah. So no. Like just uh, a random bird sitting there. It's like, oh my god. Um, but uh but yeah. Anyways. Anyways, R.I.P. Ray Stevenson is really what we're trying to say. Yeah. That's really the moral of the story here. But, um, yep. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Pretty much covered everything we we wanted to talk about, right? I believe so. I just want to talk about the Avalos stuff, because I thought that was super interesting. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Again, probably not going to be Avaloth. It's probably going to be Kujet or It'll some other... It'll be some version deity. of her... It won't be fully Legends her, but it'll probably be somebody that was, like, the mother, maybe. But, um, yeah. I guess we will have to wait and see. But I think that is it. A good episode. Great, good great season. One. Great season. And now, I guess, Skeleton Crew will be next. Yeah. That'll be fun. We're still making episodes. We're not going MAA until Skeleton Crew, but yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna we're we're gonna talk about some stuff. We'll we'll come up with with some stuff. We might even we got to do a, a Battlefront Two gaming. Got to do some of that. Battlefront Two. Robert here just dropped a bag on uh the Venator, the Lego Venator. Don't remind me. <laughs> Bro is bankrupt, so please support the podcast <laughs> so he can get that money back. You know what I'm saying? Um, Venmo works great, by the way. <laughs> but uh, I think that is it. It was a good episode, and we will see you guys on the next episode whenever that shall be. But uh, Very peace well. out. Peace.